This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday Arrow video assortment series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this particular run we are turning our attention to disc number 34 in the collection. This is Major Dundee which has recently been released by Arrow Video. Now I got this one as a screener through like full product package from MVD. Thank you very much for them sending that through for review. And this is the collector's edition. This is maybe one of the most stacked sets that's come through for a release that I've seen in quite some time from Arrow. And it has taken longer to get through because there are multiple cuts of the movie. So I'll be giving you some more information on that when we get to it shortly. Before we jump into that conversation, let's catch up with where we are at the end of this week of podcast. It's been a great week. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. It started off on Monday with our summer series episode looking at 2011. It was a ton of fun. Sparked a whole amount of conversation which I really enjoyed. Uh, We swung into Thursday where we did a little AMA, a little Ask Me Anything episode, which was also great. The participation for that was huge, so we'll probably do that more often. I really enjoyed it. I think there were some really cool questions, not only about podcasting, but specifically about my thoughts on um, like the, the kind of influx of movies coming out, as well as some projects which are in kind of pre-production at the moment, specifically that Adam's Family and The Munsters that are both in the works from now, one with Rob Zombie and another with Netflix. So yeah, it was a great conversation. Thank you very much for taking part in that. We're closing out our week with this particular episode here, looking at Major Dundee for our Arrow video assortment. Over on the Teapots Collective, you got Opera Omnia this week, and by God, did you get a cracker. Myself and Bo Ransdell sitting down speaking about the curious case of Benjamin Button. Only four movies left in our Fincher conversation. But it was interesting stopping at that one. I think it's his weakest movie. Listen to the episode to see why. But way back on Monday, we dropped Doing the Nasty. Myself and Mark Ball, as well as myself and Bo actually, catching up with that missed month last month, making sure that the content you get this month will bring us all up to date with what we originally planned. So there ya go. That's us all caught up here, so we're going to do a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love, you're going to hear the trailer for Major than D. When we return, we're discussing this 34th movie in the Arrow video collection, coming right up right after this. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies, meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. 
yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. The screen stretches to vast new horizons in the epic story of a rabble regiment. Led by two bitter enemies, a major in blue, a captain in grey. To this day, their exploits echo in the legendary of the great Southwest. Charlton Heston, Richard Harris, Jim Hutton, James Coburn, Michael Anderson Jr., Santa Berger, Major Dundee, a legend born of savage violence. Pony soldier, I am Sierra Chariba. Who you send against me now? I want some volunteers. I want volunteers to fight the Apache Sierra Chariba. Captain Tyrene, does the prospect of serving under your country's flag once again seem more attractive than dragging its chains in this prison? It is not my country, Major Dundee. I damn its flag and I damn you. And I would rather hang than serve. You're a would-be cavalier, an Irish potato farmer with a plumed hat fighting for a white-column plantation house you never had and never will. Have you ever stopped to think why they made you a, a jailer instead of a soldier? to reassure myself that you were still alive. I'm alive. Yes, I see. Wait. The war won't last forever. It will for you, Major. Major Dundee, a legend forged from the clash of two iron wills. Lieutenant, select a firing squad by lot. Exclude the Confederates. Yes, sir. I said we would serve in this command and we will serve! But only until we have caught the Apache. And then, Major, I am going to kill you. Major Dundee. A legend that sweeps across the screen in the blazing battle fire of man-to-man -man conflict. And welcome back. So you've just had the trailer for Major Dundee. 
we will be looking at the limited edition Blu-ray which is currently available. I imagine that we're not that far away from a kind of standard edition release of this uh, particular title. At the moment, the limited edition one is the one that is available for anyone who wants to buy it and it was released right at the end of June. So this is maybe one of the more recent kind of coverage of the title. Like I said in the intro, this was supplied to me by MVD who have been really kind to me this year. They've, they've sent me through plenty of stuff. So I, I kind of cool sitting down getting a chance to go through this one. Um, let's do the description as listed on the Arrow Video website. It says, The screen stretches to New Horizons to tell the epic story of the Southwest. After making his first bona fide classic in Ride the High Country, director Sam Peckinpah took a step towards the epic with Major Dundee. The film would, in many ways, define the rest of his career both on and off screen, as the drama behind the camera matched the action in front of it. Charlton Heston plays Major Amos Dundee, a vainglorious Union cavalry officer who mounts an expedition to hunt down Apache war chief Sierra Chariba. Building his own army of criminals, ex-slaves and Confederate POWs, amongst them one Captain Ben Tyreen, played by Richard Harris, whose intense former friendship with Dundee is tainted with a sense of betrayal on both sides, Dundee heads to Mexico, his eye fixed firmly on one last shot at greatness. Legendary acerbic Major Dundee would be the first time that Peckinpah had a movie taken away from him. While a director's cut may be lost us, this limited edition shows us the thrilling, morally complex epic that Peckinpah was aiming for. Beautifully shot and with a stellar supporting cast including James Coburn, Warren Oates and L.Q. Jones, it remains a stunning achievement and an essential experience for anyone interested in the life and cinema of Bloody Sam. The details on this one, strap yourselves in, we're about to do a lot of detail here. The production year for this one is 1965, this is region locked to region B. The UK rating is a PG, the runtime is 1 hour 23 minutes. Uh, sorry, 123 minutes, not 1 hour, 123 minutes. Number of discs, 2. Um, language is English, subtitles English, SDH. Audio is 5.1 mono, aspect ratio is 2.35.1 and it is in full colour. Cast and crew details here, we have director Sam Peckinpah, cast Charlton Heston, cast also Richard Harris and cast Jim Hutton. Let's move on to the extras and this is where it becomes packed, unt, stacked. Uh, the two disc limited edition Blu-ray content include for you the 136 minute extended version of the film from a 4K scan as well as the original 122 minute theatrical version. A 60 page perfect bound booklet featuring new writing by Ferran Nemi, Roderick Keith and Jeremy Carr plus select archival material. A limited edition packaging featuring newly commissioned artwork by Tony Stella who also has a fold out poster with the newly uh, conditioned artwork as well as the original artwork on the reverse. In disc 1, the extended edition, you get a high definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation from a 4K scan by Sony Pictures. DTS HD ME 5.1 surround audio with new score by Christopher Calcindo. Lossless original mono audio with original score by Daniel Amfit. Heathrow, <laughs> uh, optional English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing, audio commentary with Nick Redman, David Weddle, Garner Simpson and Paul Sader, original commentary by historian and critics Glenn Erickson and Alan K. Rhodes. 
an original commentary um, by historian and critic Glenn Erickson. We also have Moby Dick on Horseback, a brand new essay with David Cairns, Passion and Poetry, The Dundee Odyssey, a feature-length documentary about the making of Major Dundee with Mike Siegel, featuring James Coburn, Senta Berger, Mario Adolf, L.Q. Jones, R.G. Armstrong and Gordon Dawson. Passion and Poetry, Peckinpah's anecdotes. Nine actors talk about working with the re- legendary director Sam Peckinpah, including Chris Christopherson, Ernest Borgheim, James Coburn, David Warner, Alan McGraw, L.Q. Jones, Bob Hoskins, R.G. Armstrong and Elsa Vega. Mike Siegel about the Passion and Poetry project, in which filmmaker Mike Siegel talks about his beginnings and his ongoing historical project about director Sam Peckinpah. Extensive stills gallery, featured rare on set, behind the scenes and making material, and a 2005 re-release trailer. So that's disc one, the extended edition. Disc two, the theatrical version, which is only available in this limited edition package, has a high-definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation from a 2K scan, lossless original mono audio, optional English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing, riding for a fall, a vintage behind-the-scenes featurette, Extended and deleted scenes, silent outtakes, selected extended deleted scenes with outtakes and commentary by historian and critic Glenn Erickson, giving context as how they were supposed to appear in Peckinpah's original vision of the movie, original UK, US and German theatrical trailers, and he stills gallery. This is the definitive version of this movie, and by God is it packed. Holy fucking shit. Um, so I'd never seen this before, and... I was interested, like, I, I'm i finding a revived interest in Peckinpah. I think he's a fascinating director who, sadly, at times has become overshadowed by what we now know about the troubles he had, specifically Offset, than necessarily the attention which should be paid to the work they actually did. Incredible director. Uh, very caustic in places, but an incredible director. And you have a, like a young Charlton Heston here, a phenomenal ensemble cast, and a kind of great story. I, I mean, even by today's standards, it suffers a bit politically, if you know what I mean. But it, it's, it's just, it, it has the feeling, they used in the description there of, this is his first stab at an epic. This movie feels epic. You know, that like when you sit down, there is a... There is a wave of theatre that comes across this. You know, that you're sitting down and you're about to experience something kind of special. And the movie lives up to that. The performances are incredible. I'm not the biggest Heston fan, I'll be honest with you. I find them at times. I don't know how much of that must kind of uh, refactor my opinions here. I don't know how much of that is because of the man later in life who I'd like his... Not even just his politics. Not even, it's not his politics, but his his involvement with a certain organisation, which I won't go into, soured me quite a bit on the man. Just the way he promoted that in the face of many tragedies. Let's leave it there. So I don't know how much of that has impacted my viewings of his stuff, but there is no denying the man is perfectly cast and he is fucking incredible in this movie. Like genuinely, jaw-droppingly incredible. He's surrounded with a great ensemble cast as well which bolsters him and everyone's bringing their A-game here. This is in the time where there are no kind of duff performances. Everyone has to be perfect or it just doesn't fucking work. Um, And also I don't think actors were phoning things in back then. I think everyone just took their job super serious. 
It has a great pace. I mean, like I watch both versions now, so I've watched the 136 minute version, which is the extended one, and the 122 minute theatrical cut. It's one of the reasons we were a bit late to not doing this last week is I wanted to do both cuts, but I couldn't watch the movie twice back to back. It's just too much, far too much. So I gave myself a week in between and I'm quite glad I did. I will be honest again, I really enjoyed the extended version. I think the additional scenes are not just like kind of throwaway things. I think they add specific elements of context to the story, which if you are interested in the movie or the character arcs, then I think you get merit from them. I think on top of that, what you get here really, really well, like really, really well designed, um, is just like great stunts. I've a score that is incredible. It fits this like a glove. Um, and cinematography, which you just don't see in cinema anymore. Like this is the this is the day of like like sweeping camera movements, like very, like at times slightly sped up for action. Um, but you just feel like you're in and amongst the characters at all times without fuckery. Like a guy would have to, like the guy behind the camera had to do these shots because there was no, let's just fix it in post and do a little bit of fuckery on the computer. It's all done, like matter of factly in there. I think the movie is just a, like a, like a testament to incredible filmmaking. I just like and the packaging. That this is where I want to spend a bit more time than we would about the film. I'm not. I don't feel like I need to sell you a major Dundee. It's a it's a great movie. You're gonna fucking love it. If this is in the sphere of your interest, you're gonna love it. The content though, like Arrow have went like above and beyond. Like I switched between the commentaries. There's three fucking commentaries on the extended version. Like three commentaries, and of those three commentaries, Glenn Erickson does two, which is kind of insane. So yeah, he's um, you get a bit of that him doing his stuff. Then on top of that, while while you're getting all those audio commentaries, which are are great, like I say, I kind of spiral through them when I'm going. Just to, I check out five minutes or here or there. You then get all these like essays and documentaries. The Passion and Poetry Project, of which there are three on here, are all incredible and they just take different looks at the character, the the, the myth, the legend of Peckinpah, not only through his body of work, but specifically from those that had to work with him and the challenges and tribulations that come out from there. It's kind of amazing. And then to hear Mike Siegel talk about it... um, it's, it's clearly it's clearly an obsession for him at this point, and it benefits the discs because you really get that from here. So you get all these things, and not only that, like tons of marketing stuff all available on this disc. And then on that second disc, which is in the limited edition, yeah, that theatrical one, it looks beautiful as well. The first disc, the extended version, is 4K. The second disc, the theatrical, is 2K. Still looks nice and clean. And um, it's interesting because. Having seen them both, you can tell where they've cleaned up the 4K, but it's not to the point where it looks synthetic. And then you get more stuff, like from Glenn Erickson, who continues to give you detail on why certain scenes were cut out. Um, and you also get like this kind of behind-the-scenes uh, kind of featurette thing called Riding for a Fall. Um, I spent like a couple of days going through this. That's how much stuff is packed into it. It's kind of jaw-dropping and this is Arrow's been kind of making a big move since um, their Academy brand kind of got assumed by Arrow Video 
And it's at the point now that like the stuff you're getting is just there aren't many labels on the market doing the consistent great quality. I, I have read and I've seen people poking fun at the fact that recently there's been about three or four discs that Arrow have had to replace because of minor, and I'm going to stress this, minor fucking errors. And to those people, you're sad. You're you're really, really, really sad. Because um, not only do you get a replacement disc right two months later, but you lived your whole life without that fucking disc. But it's not to the point where it destroys your enjoyment in the movie. It really, really doesn't. And then you get a, they don't ask for the disc back, so you get that fucking disc with it. And yeah, it's like this ongoing joke whilst they're touting other labels that consistently fuck up their releases. Like, consistently. So, Arrow gets a lot of shit. I know I'm a, like, a vehement Arrow defender. Will be forever. They're my favourite label. But at the same time, can we not just behave like fucking adults and not kids? Because collectors all behave like kids and it's nauseating. It really, really is. It makes you kind of embarrassed to be one. Um, this is incredible. I would imagine at the end of the year, when people are stacking up their, you know, they do their, their questionnaires on best arrow releases, I can imagine this being high up the list. It's an incredible release. It's a great fucking movie. I mean, this is a 4.5 out of 5 movie for me. First time watching it twice. Um, I'll probably be a while before I go back to it because I watched it twice in the space of a week and a half. But I will definitely watch this movie again. It's kind of fucking amazing. Just like really, really awesome. Um, and Peckinpah, like, I need to, well, there are still a few movies left from his filmography I've never seen. I need to make sure that I pick him off for sure. So there we go. That is your review of Major Dundee. I'm going to take my final break when I come back. I'm closing the show, revealing what hell we'll be doing in three weeks' time right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been your 34th instalment of the Arrow Video Assortment. We're looking at Major Dundee, a brand new title from Arrow Video. In three weeks' time, we will be turning our attention to another one from the collection. Really excited for this one. Owned it for a fair few years now. Never seen it. We'll be looking at the suitably bonkers uh, and insanely named Dave Made a Maze. Um, This one here, details on the site says, Meet Dave. Dave is stuck in a maze. A maze he made out of cardboard in his living room. While his girlfriend Annie's out of town, Dave decides to build a fort in his living room from cardboard boxes, only to become trapped in a world that he himself created. It's up to Annie and an oddball group of friends to rescue him, avoiding booby traps, giant human-eating tiki faces, a bloodthirsty minotaur, a fatefully painful puns that go all the way through. It is a homage to fantasy adventure films from the 1980s and Dave Made a Maze features incredible and imaginative production design that literally takes you out of this world and into the chaotic and creative mind of the debut director Bill Watterson. Dubbed as a homemade labyrinth for adults, this critically acclaimed indie offers a modern comedic edge and an even higher body count. Come and enter Dave's Maze but be wary of finding your way back out. Details on this one. Uh, production year 2007. Region is region locked to be. Runtime is an hour and 21 minutes. The number of discs in this is one. Language is English. Subtitles English SDH. 
Audio is 5.1 surround and 2.0 stereo. Aspect ratio is 2001 and it's in full colour. In terms of the cast and crew for this disc, director Bill Watson. Cast is Nick Thun, Mera Rohit Kunabhan, um, Kirsten Vag- Vangnis, uh, Stephanie Allen, James Urban- Urbanke, maybe, potentially, who knows, John Hennigan, and the extras here, high definition Blu-ray, 1080p presentation, a 5.1 DTS HD master audio on uncompressed stereo PCM, Optional English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing. A feature length audio commentary with writer-director Bill Watson and co-writer Stephen Sears. A making of documentary. Deleted and alternate scenes with audio options and commentary by Watson. The worst fundraising pitch video ever. Storyboard and concept. Galleries and exclusive UK theatrical trailer. US theatrical teasers, original theatrical trailer, and a reversible sleeve featuring two artwork choices. That is your movie coming in three weeks' time. We'll be looking at Dave and Made a Maze. There's a multitude of ways to check out the show. Wherever listeners right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Don't stop there though. Subscribe to Teapot's Collective, our sister feed. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing, The Nasty and Chronicle. Plus their archives as well. Subscribe to both those feeds. Best way to support what I do under the stairs. Guess what? You can jump across to our website as well. It's teapotscast.com and all the shows with our links are there. As well as a link to Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts. It's the Booze Bees Banter podcast featuring myself, The Baz and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. We get drunk. We tell stories of woe and ennui of our life. We do some weird news stories from around the world, as well as read out your listener emails, all available over there, exclusively at teapotscast.com, Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast is the podcast under the stairs. Teapots Collective is just simply facebook.com forward slash teapotscast and Jaws is Shite can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. Reach out and interact myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter, ladies and gents, followed at teapotscast. The podcast under the stairs returns tomorrow with our longest ever recorded episode. It is about 7 hours and 20 minutes long of summer series content. Looking at the year 2012, who would have thought a painfully inconsistent year would hold so much conversation? You'll find out all the deets when that episode drops tomorrow. Until then though, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.